1: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and let's have some fun, and let's do some good tonight. There is obviously plenty of news from New York to California. There's news everywhere. There's news about Durham. There's news about Fauci being a dirty freaking liar. There's rumors about Pelosi. There's the big lie indeed about coronavirus. There's all kinds of stuff we're going to talk about tonight on the Jesse Kelly show. But as you can probably hear from the sound of my voice, I am upset Oh, and I have something good coming here in just a second. Just stand by. I can't tell you who just yet, but someone very close to me is about to lose their job. The official OSHA ruling came down today, January 4th. You're gone if you're not vaccinated. If you work for an employer with over 100 employees. And let me be crystal clear about something right now you are blessed by God if you're an American you have won life's lottery if you're an American there are places around the world where people risk their lives to go to church or synagogue There are places around the world where having a wrong opinion, a quote, wrong opinion about something, will get you imprisoned or worse. As you're hearing the sound of my voice right now, there are people within the borders of China in a concentration camp having their organs harvested for having the quote, wrong religious beliefs. You are an American citizen. You are free. You live in the land of the free. You are not a servant. You are not a serf. You are not a peasant. You don't have a king. You don't have a feudal lord. You don't have anybody in this country with the authority to tell you, do this, don't do that, say this, don't say that. You are free. We don't have kings here. We shot and stabbed British soldiers in the face to make sure we didn't have kings here. We don't bow to tyrants in this country. And Joe Biden and the commie pieces of filth that surround him, they aren't in charge of you. If Joe Biden walked by you on the sidewalk and you wanted to give him the middle finger, you're an American, you have the freedom to do that. And people, not just around the world, People throughout the history of mankind would have laid down their lives without hesitation to have what you got and what I got just for being born. Just for being born. And now, because of all this profit, the bad kind, power, insanity, fear, We have these tyrants who think they rule over us. And now we have people, millions of them across the country, New York City firefighters, man, the best people in the country losing their jobs nurses losing their jobs pilots losing their jobs and i don't just want to hit the high points my email inbox is full of people all walks of life losing their jobs not just because of joe biden and his tyranny because of all these lickspittle loser corporations in this country now who don't have the balls to step up and say uh that's not the law you, you don't just get to pass some dictate like that as president of the united states no my employees mean more to me than that. I'm fighting it. Governors never had the authority to tell you your job wasn't essential. And Joe Biden doesn't have the authority to tell you to take a vaccine. You don't even know what's in it. You're not even allowed. You're not even allowed to sue the people who made it if it kills you. You don't have any obligation to take it. None. And that this has gone this far makes me sick. And there's so much cowardice that has gone into putting us in this situation we're in right now as a country. And I'm sorry for getting mad. You know I don't like to do that. I like to laugh and have fun. And we're going to have fun tonight. But I can't take this anymore. These emails, they're more than I can take. I had to set them aside. People scared to death. People heartbroken. People don't know what to do. Jesse, what do I do? Where do I go? Jesse, we're going into Christmas. How do I pay my mortgage? Jesse, I've been at this job for 20 years. Jesse, who who can I call? This isn't right. It isn't right. It isn't right. This is the definition of wrong. These people are evil. They are evil. This is wrong. And we won't stand for it. And you shouldn't stand for it. So before we get to the good news, well, as much as we can possibly give you, before we get to the good news, I want you to hear me and hear me now. I've said this a million times and I'm going to say it again. (laughs) If you're somebody who wanted to get the vaccine, fine. Good. You never don't judge anybody for that. Get it? Don't get it. It doesn't matter to me. We don't have a vaccinated versus unvaccinated problem in this country. We have a liberty problem in this country, a courage problem in this country. I don't care your vaccine status. If you're somebody who needs your job so much or just got scared or had a weak moment and you took the vaccine when you didn't want it so you could keep your job, you'll also never get any judgment out of me. I got a wife, too. I got kids, too. I got bills to pay, car payments. I know. I know. I know everybody can't just snap their fingers and say no. So let's just set all that stuff aside. But, and this is a big, big, big but, but, If you're one of these people and you feel like making a stand right here, if you feel like making a stand right here, right now, now is the time to do it. Make your employer fire you. Make them feel pain. Forget these loser employers across the country. You don't have to lay down. You don't have to just sit there and take it. If even 10% of this country would just step up, we could bring these vile creatures to their knees. Rise. Rise up and say, no, I will not. Fire me, loser, and see what happens when I walk out the door. And don't just rise. Organize. Get with your fellow employers. Go out tonight and have a beer after work. Let's have a talk. And you guys get together and rise. You have more power than they do. And they live in fear every single moment of you possibly finding that out. They're scared to death of it. They want you to feel helpless and alone. You are not helpless. You're not alone. There are tens of millions of people who think just like you. And let me tell you what's coming. And I'm not guessing on this. All the writing is on the wall. You think it stops with you, with your loser employer? It's coming for your children if we don't stop it now. And when I say coming for your children, I mean sorry. Your child can't eat here. He's not vaccinated. Ah, but he's only six. Show his vaccine passport or get out. Think I'm making that up? It's already in place in places like San Francisco. It's already spreading across this country. And the reason this has gone as far as it's gone is because there at no point were enough people to stand up and say, that's all. No more. At no point. This had better be the point. If you losing your livelihood because of these scumbags isn't the point, then I'm sorry. There will never be a point. You'll never, you'll never stand up to them. It'll be your child. It'll be your yearly booster shots. It'll be everything. Ah, oh, please, Pfizer, give me, give me my vaccine enema to the end of time. There's nothing you won't kneel for if you won't stop this now. Stop this now, now. This is unjust. This is not legitimate. You do not have a king. You don't, you, you don't have anybody who has the authority to tell you to take something you don't want to take. And you don't have anybody in this country who has the authority to tell your child, take this, or you can't go to school. That's how some Americans are already living. Don't believe me? Go talk to somebody from California. Go talk to somebody from California. I did today. You know what they told me? You know what they told me? Jesse, I wish we'd stop this last year. Because now it feels like we'll never stop it. If we don't stop this now, it never ends. Ever. Never. Oh, the Pfizer stock will keep going up. Oh, sure, Democrats might lose some elections here and there. But if we don't stop this now, there is no end to it. No end at all. Now, that's the bad news. The good news is in a small way, 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 way too small, I admit. But in a very, very, very small way, we, we're going to try to do something to help some people. I've never done anything like this on this show, but we're about to try to help some people. Just hang on and I'll explain to you exactly what that means. But first, this world is mad. You can already hear how mad I am, but the world is crazy. And pick up the newspaper. People shot, assaulted, stabbed all over the place. Mental health is a big problem. Get a hero gun. Go to Hero 2020 and get a hero gun. You don't need a concealed carry permit for it. You don't have to be some firearms expert. You don't even have to like guns. It's a non-lethal gun that shoots 100-mile-per-hour pepper balls at people. When it hits alone, that hurts bad enough, let alone the chemical cloud that just blinds them. Go protect yourself and your spouse and your family, that child you're sending off to college, the wife you're putting in the car to go see your mother. Get a hero gun. Go to Hero2020.com. Hero2020.com. Make sure you use the code Jesse that gets you a special discount. Hero2020.com. State restrictions apply.
4: Fighting for your freedom every day. USA! USA! The USA! Jesse Kelly Show. At the top of his list, and a statue, Jesse
3: Kelly yeah, show, family. and yeah, we'll take some phone calls tonight 877-377-4373. three seven seven four three seven three. I've never done anything like this on the show. In case you just missed the beginning segment, I'm a bit upset if as you as you probably picked up about these vaccine mandates, people losing their jobs. Let's remember, we use words like vaccine and vaccine mandate a lot. We forget what that looks like on the back end of it. You know what that looks like. It looks like a husband coming home that night, telling the wife and kids, doesn't look like we're going to be able to stay in this house, sweetheart. Hey, I think we're going to have to sell your car. I think we're going to have to move possibly back in with my parents. That's what it looks like. People, it looks like kids not getting gifts for Christmas. It looks like people going hungry. That's what it looks like. How little regard we have for these people makes me sick. It makes me sick. I see what has happened because of the fear and tyranny that has spread across this country, and it makes me sick to my stomach. So, we're starting something. My mentor is Michael Berry, as many of you know. He's another national syndicated radio host. He's from down here in Houston, although he's all over, too. Uh, He's the reason I'm sitting here talking to you behind the microphone. I was still selling RVs when I met him. He was the one who said, hey, uh, I think you might be able to be really good at media if you ever wanted to try. And we're still obviously very, very close and always will be. And 30 seconds before I came on the air tonight, I was sitting down with him. He does his show out of the same building I do mine. I was sitting down with him, and we just... We really feel the need to do something because it feels so helpless sometimes, doesn't it? Yeah, I know you feel it, and I realize I've been given this huge national platform, which I don't deserve, but it still feels helpless at times, and I hate that feeling. I won't, I won't accept that feeling of helplessness. So here's what we're going to do on the Jesse Kelly Show. The email address is jesse at com. Jesse at jessiekellyshow.com. That's the email address. We are going to pick three families, Michael Barry and I. We're going to pick three families, and we're going to raise them $10,000 apiece to get them through the next 45 days or so. We're also going to try to find them. I, I think we'll be successful with this too. We're also going to try to find them new employment. Now, I need to be crystal clear about this. I need you, if you're in this situation, again, not a sister. We're not We're not going to track people down. We're not going to make phone calls on your behalf. Not a sister. Oh, my brother, uh, if you could get a hold of my cousin, none of that. If you are going through this right now, if this is happening in your family, your wife, your husband, whatever the case may be, you email jesse at com, And I need to be crystal clear about something else because you know I have a direct way, so let me just put it out there. We are going to be raising money. I'm going to be raising it online. I'm going to be raising it on the show. Money, other people's money, when they give it to a charity or a good cause and it's wasted or squandered makes me sick to my stomach. I worked in the nonprofit world out there, and I know how much of it isn't really nonprofit and how much of this money doesn't go where it's supposed to go. So allow me to make this perfectly clear to everybody. No, I'm not taking a dime, and neither is Michael Berry, neither is anyone on my show. Whatever their fees may be for the, for the fundraising, for whatever website we use, I don't know about that. But no one's taking a dime. The money's going where I tell people it's going. Well, I may be a horrible person, but my word means a lot. That's a long way of me saying, when you send in your story, if we get back to you, we're going to get back to you, and we're going to request things. They'll all be private, but we're going to request various documents so we make sure when people give a dime, that dime is going exactly where they want it to go to a worthy cause. I'm taking this extremely seriously. I wish I could do this for 30 million people, but I can't. We're starting out with three, three families. We're gonna raise some $10,000 apiece, and we're gonna try to get people through the holidays, get them a new job, get people back on their feet. Like I said, get them some employment with an employer who isn't a piece of crap, who isn't a lickspittle loser, who bows to the federal government. That's what we're doing. Don't worry. About the link to raise money. I know I know what kind of person you are. I know you want to give money right now because you're fired up. That's coming. I'm going to establish at least one family first before I put out any kind of links for money raising or anything else. We're going to get ourselves a family. We can rally behind and help. It's not near as much as I wish I could do. It's not near as much. Honestly, like I said, I wish I could solve it all. Uh, I wish I could go in there and just fix everything. I can't. I'm I'm, I'm a radio host. I can't. But I can with, obviously, Michael Berry's help. And I know Chris and Michael, we're all in on this. We're all in on this. We talked it before the show. We can do some good for somebody. We can bless somebody. Step up and help somebody when they're down. There's one other thing. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. If you're an employer, I don't care what your business is, if you're an employer, and maybe you have some openings, an opening, whatever the case may be, if you're an employer, let me know if you're okay hiring somebody who's unvaccinated. If you have possibly an opening, email me, let me know your location, your business, And no, I'm not vouching for anyone, but we will absolutely make a connection, get a resume in your hand, phone calls back and forth. If you're an employer who's not a a, a lickspittle loser, email jesse at jessikellyshow.com with your industry, maybe the position available, and your location. We are going to try to pick some people up and put them back on their feet. We're going to try to undo what the government in this country has done because it's the right thing to do. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. And like I said, you can call 877-377-4373. Hang on. The Jesse Kelly Show. And I realized, I just realized something. Don't worry, we're about to do a little flashback and we got all kinds of mandate stuff and, and showing you why these people are dirty liars. But I realize I need a lot of emails right now. One, in case you missed it, Jesse at Jesse Kelly Show. Jesse at jessiekellyshow.com. If you're a family, if you're about to lose your job for vaccination reasons, email me your story. Three families, $10,000 a piece. We're going to get you through it, and we're going to try to find you a new job, too, and I think we'll be successful there. Also, if you're an employer who's not a lick loser and you're willing to hire talented, unvaccinated people who will make your company better, let me know so I can merge these two worlds. I'm going to be a matchmaker, Chris. And three, I can't believe I forgot this. I was so mad at the beginning. My blood pressure is a little high right now. I was so mad at the beginning. Tomorrow's ask Dr. Jesse Friday. It's the greatest day of the year, or I guess week, because we do it every week. But what is Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, you may ask? Every Friday, the show is a little different. I realize the show is a little different anyway, but on Friday, the show is really different. The entire show is me answering your questions. And I mean whatever you send in. Whatever. You want to talk about politics? Fine. Fine. Uh, history, employment, vaccine stuff, men, women. It can be light and stupid. It can be heavy. I don't care. The entire show, I go through your emails. There are no guests. There are no calls on Friday. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com Email me your questions. Email your questions. All right. Before I get going into this little flashback here, I did want to get over to this one because this... Ugh. Man, this country, I'll tell you what. Let's go over here to Christian in New Jersey. Go, boss. Why can't from I hear Christian? Go uh, ahead,
5: Christian. As a refugee from Vietnam, a hearing that the United States is going to pay $415,000 Ill- to illegal immigrants is a complete slap in the face and insult to every one of us who are legal immigrants, who are legal refugees, who are legitimate political refugees, and I'm so irate, I cannot be the only, only one who's so irate at this. It's, it's not even about reparations, even if that was real. They're just trying to advertise to Latin America, Central America, South America, come on, come on in, because we're going to pay you.
3: 100% right. But remember, remember this, Christian, and everybody listening right now, uh, he's talking obviously about the Biden administration's plans to pay everyone, all, every illegal $450,000 who just showed up at our border, the destruction is intentional it's part of the reason i get so mad these people aren't idiots they're not waking up every morning oh no there's a there's another caravan a twenty thousand illegal immigrants approaching the border dang i wish we could figure out how to solve it why would they want to solve it they're flooding the country with illegal immigrants they'll find a way to get some kind of amnesty passed and then they don't ever have to worry about appealing to you the person who loves america Because they've got guaranteed votes locked up forever. All these people care about is money and power. And I'm going to get to this audio in a second, but I want to to reiterate this because it it reminded me. Remember what I told you when Afghanistan was collapsing and our troops got blown up? 13 of our brave warriors got blown up. And then we committed a war crime and killed 10 innocent people over there. And it was just this huge international embarrassment. Remember what I told you? about what was going on in the White House at that point in time, you were outraged beyond belief. I was outraged beyond belief. It's one of the few times I've really, really gotten mad on the show, although tonight I got really mad on the show earlier. We were both mad, and we're, we're so mad. How could you do this, and what are they doing? What makes it even more enraging is while that was going on, they weren't having these closed-door meetings in the White House to try to figure out how to, how to protect the troops or uh, how, to, how do we do right by America or how do we... Those meetings never even take place. It's not like they have the meeting and then you don't like the results. Those meetings never take place. Oh, they have meetings, but it's all about, oh, what do the poll numbers say? Maybe we should change the messaging here. But right now... We have tens of thousands of people, tens of thousands more people, I should say, coming to our southern border. They're not even having meetings on how to stop them or slow them down. It's all about, you know, let's keep the cameras away if we can. Uh, How do we message this to help us in the midterms? How concerned are they? Like I said, we got word yesterday, possibly 10,000 Border Patrol agents about to be laid off for vaccine reasons. Oh, and back to the vaccine thing. It's funny. Because I mean, I realize I'm not a very intelligent person, but I I do remember I do remember Joe Biden saying this back in December.
5: Mandatory. No, I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. Just like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide.
3: Huh. Okay, that's good news, Joe. Good news. Okay. I uh, and I boy, I I remember this, and boy, this is more than just Joe.
6: We cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. Needless to say, the right of women to make decisions about their own bodies is not negotiable.
7: No, definitely not. You don't want to mandate and try and force anyone To take a vaccine we've never done that
6: our interest
8: is very simple from the federal government which is americans privacy and rights should be protected
6: it is a matter of privacy to know who is or who isn't we don't want to be mandating
7: from the federal government to the general population it would be unenforceable and not appropriate
6: perhaps
8: the federal government should step in and issue mandates and if not are you putting the needs of unvaccinated people ahead of the needs of vaccinated people well, I think the question here one that's not the role of the federal government
5: no I don't think it should be mandatory I wouldn't demand to be mandatory first we must increase vaccinations among the unvaccinated with new vaccination requirements.
3: How, how times have changed and before I play the fauci bit which may just have you blow a gasket let's let's also keep in mind where this ends. How this ends, let's also keep that in mind. This ends with a requirement for everybody. Men, women, adults, children. It ends with a requirement for everybody. Oh, oh, but wait, there's more. You sound like one of those infomercial guys, Chris, but wait, there's more. But there is more. It's every year or every six months. That's the final game here. Why do you think, again, I've played you the montage a thousand times of Pfizer sponsoring every single nightly news program. Go ahead and keep that one in your back pocket, Chris, because we're going to keep playing that a lot. Do you have any idea how much money that costs? Do you have any idea how much money it costs to lobby the federal government? And they've ramped that up to, why do you think they did that? The final game is this, you and your child being forced to take a vaccine where you're not allowed to sue anybody if it hurts you, and you being forced to take that vaccine every single year, or you're not allowed to have employment, your child isn't allowed to go to school, you're not allowed on a plane, this is not some dystopian nightmare, This is not everybody yelling at me last year to shut up. You're being a conspiracy theorist when I told you you don't understand what these people are going to do. I told everyone that. Now it's real. And now it's here. 877 377 4373. You're welcome to call in tonight because there ain't no phone calls tomorrow night. And remember the rules tonight. And I'm in a mood anyway. No small talk. Get to the point. We're one for one tonight. Christian did real good earlier. Get to the point. And let me get to the p- point with something else with you right now. Your house stinks. And the reason you have allergies is you don't have an air purifier, not one that's worth anything. The Eden Pure Thunderstorm does something different. They call it the thunderstorm because it creates something in your home Where it cleans the air out. Not using a filter. It cleans the air out the same way nature does after a thunderstorm. This is not like that big air air purifier tower you have in the corner. It's two feet tall and really loud. Yes, I know about the one you have. I used to have them too. It's just a compact little thing. It plugs right in the wall. I don't even own allergy medication anymore because of this thing. I love it. I loved it so much. I went out and bought one. And then I bought two more. And so now, because I own three of them, Eden Pure put together this unbelievable package deal where if you go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the code Jesse3, that's Jesse the number three, you get three of them for under 200 bucks. That's $200 in savings. I'm not making that up. EdenPureDeals.com, code Jesse3. Go.
4: You're listening to The Oracle. You're going to love this one. It's a scream, baby the jesse kelly show woman, listen what I say.
3: it is the jesse kelly show and look all they've done is lie all they've done is lie after lie after lie after lie we'll never we'll never mandate the vaccine we don't even have the authority to mandate the vaccine chris play that again everybody needs to hear it Everybody needs to hear this. This is what they all said. Biden, Harris, Psaki. This is what all of
6: them said. We cannot require someone to be vaccinated. That's just not what we can do. Needless to say, the right of women to make decisions about their own bodies is not negotiable. No, definitely not. You
7: don't want to mandate and try and force anyone To take a vaccine. We've never done that.
8: Our interest is very simple from the federal government, which is Americans' privacy and rights should be
6: protected. It is a matter of privacy to know who is or who isn't. We don't want to be
7: mandating from the federal government to the general population. It would be unenforceable and not appropriate.
8: Perhaps the federal government should step in and issue mandates. And if not, are you putting the needs of unvaccinated people ahead of the needs of vaccinated people? Well I think the question here one that's not the role of the federal government. No, I don't think it
5: should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand to be mandatory. First, we must increase vaccinations among the unvaccinated with new vaccination requirements.
3: That's what they said. That's what they said and before I get to your calls 8773774373 you Remember what Fauci said back in December? Because you know, they're all they're saying. You, everywhere you turn right now, we've reached 80%. 80% are vaccinated. 80% are vaccinated. Well, I remember this little garden gnome going on the news
7: and saying this in December. Once you start getting vaccine going, if you have good uptake, namely the overwhelming majority of people want to get vaccinated, you can expeditiously vaccinate people that by the time you get to the mid to the end of the second quarter of 2021, namely May, June, July, August, you very likely could have overwhelming majority of the people vaccinated, which means you'd have herd immunity that would allow you to safely get people back to school in the fall, to safely get people back to the kinds of works that would otherwise be difficult as you get to the middle and end of the summer. So it's gonna start in April, and it's going to go right through the end of the first, uh, excuse me, of the second quarter of 2021.
3: Lies, and they were always lies. And don't believe any other lies, because remember, they're already saying it. I love this. This is this reminds me. Remember when they did like 15 minutes ago when they said, "Hey, we're gonna, we're just gonna vote on this at the FDA for the kids. We're just, it's up in the air. Could go either way, but we're just gonna see if this is safe for the kids." And I came on here and said, "All oh, BS." Everyone knows what they're going to vote. Everyone knows why they're going to vote that way. And then it was 17 to nothing. They voted to approve it. Look at the next thing they're, quote, going to give it a shot at. This is the headline. OSHA will consider expanding the vaccine mandate to smaller businesses with fewer than 100 employees during this. This is my favorite part. During a 30-day comment period, according to the U.S. Labor Department. As if we all already don't know what they're going to decide at the end of the comment period. The fix is in. This never stops unless we stop it. And I'll say something else. And and I'm going to go to the phones now. I'll say one more thing. We don't have the numbers. I I mean, the people who have chosen not to get vaccinated do not have the numbers to stop this. We need the support of people who are. This is not a vaccinated versus unvaccinated argument. This is a are you free or are you not argument. This is garbage. Garbage. And it's un-American. Johnny in Jersey, go.
5: I'm good for 250 for anybody. 500 if it's a Jersey cop, fireman, state trooper, or corrections officer. Now that Murphy might look like he's won... I'm really scared that my daughter's going to have to be vaccinated, and if this was my truck, if I wasn't a company driver, I'd park it on the statehouse with a big sign that says leave my kid alone.
3: Good man. Johnny the truck driver. Again, just to reiterate, in case you missed the beginning of the show, I kind of blew a gasket about these new vaccine mandates. They're official now, January 4th. Bunch of people and employers with over 100 employees getting fired. I can't I can't change the world. I'm going to do whatever I can do. I realize it's nothing. It's it's nothing. It's a drop in the bucket. But my mentor, also big radio host, Michael Barry, and I, we had a long talk before the show. We're going to pick three families and we're going to get them. We're going to raise them 10,000 bucks a piece and get them a new job. If we can, the 10,000 bucks a piece, I know we can do. And thank you, Johnny, for that. I'll, I'll get you all the information on donating as soon as, as soon as we pick the first family, okay? So don't worry about that, and thank you, Johnny. I appreciate it. We're going to need that. Good, good. But if you're about to lose your job, like Johnny said, hey, if you're a cop or firefighter, send that in too. It's not limited to them, but do. Send it in. If you're losing your job, email me, jesse at com. I would help every single one of you if I could. I can't. I'm going to do whatever I can do, all right? Steve in New York. Go, boss.
5: Hey Jesse, great show. First time listener. Um, we need. Uh, I, I had COVID already, and uh, we unvaccinated people. We we got to get a uh, class action lawsuit together because I think we're covered by the uh, the ten points of the normal Code from after World War Two in regards to uh, this whole vaccine thing and medical experiments. I I don't know if you you've ever read it before, but it it seems to me the uh, you know uh, a good possible hope to get us out of this
3: i actually am unfamiliar with it steve if you think you can break this down in 30 seconds what is it briefly
5: well there's 10 points to it the first point number one is that voluntary consent is essential number five of the ten points is no no experiment shall shall be uh shall be done if there's any chance of death or or um or um harm and uh nine um, subjects can end participation at any time. Number 10, the scientists in charge must be prepared to terminate the experiment when injury, harm, or death is likely to occur. Now this, this, our country signed on to. Back-
3: I like it. I like it, Steve. I like it a lot. Remember, we already played you that army doctor already had to ground three pirate pilots for vaccine injuries. Unconscionable. Eight seven seven three seven seven four three seven three. I'll get to your, more, your other
0: ones in a second take a look at me. Come on.
3: It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I'll get back to your phone calls in a second. 377 I saw this. There was a writer for the New York Times. I want to make sure I get his name right. I'm pretty sure his name is Charles Blow. Don't, Chris. No. Don't. Don't. Okay. Why do you have to do this? Why do you have to do this? No. Okay. Either way, I think his name is Charles Blow. I'm confirming that right now. Yep. Charles M. Blow. Man, he must have had a rough time in school. But anyway, he's he's with the New York Times. He's a New York Times columnist. And this morning, he puts up this map of all the coronavirus hotspots in the country. And he says, quote, I am mystified by how these southern states have such low rates of COVID when many of their governors haven't followed CDC guidance. Explain this to me. And... I'm I'm going to try to approach this as kindly as human humanly possible and you know that's difficult for me. Everyone knows kindness is not one of my strong suits. There are people out there who exist in such a false reality that I I really genuinely do not know if these people can be salvaged. I I don't know if it's worth it to try to convince them of the truth. I, I, I am naturally a rebellious soul anyway, as I'm sure you probably have a little bit of that running through you. You're listening to my show, probably a lot of it running through you. And honestly, I, it's not that I argue with everything. I'm just very skeptical of everything I was told. I, I, I'm told by anybody. I don't, And I'm not impressed by titles. I, I'm not. I can respect professions like a police officer. It's a a profession I respect. But I don't see a doctor's lab coat and think, oh, he knows everything about medicine. Maybe it's because I've met a bunch of doctors who are idiots. I don't know. But I'm just not impressed by these titles. I'm floored at how many people in this country, at how many people in this country, they genuinely believe, they, they believe this all the way, that wearing a mask and standing six feet away from other people is an effective way to stop or even slow down coronavirus. I'm, I'm blown away by it. People do understand. that They do understand that Florida and places like Florida, they opened up a long time before there was any kind of mass vaccination, and there was never a spike in deaths. And I can show you the pictures and videos, the bars and restaurants and malls, and they were packed. People standing shoulder to shoulder. How can you get through to people? How can we get through to people? How can we get through and let people know everything they've been told is a lie?
1: You mentioned Texas and that full ballpark in Arlington yesterday.
3: There was a lot of concern last month when Texas effectively opened up dropped all those restrictions and said, it's back to life. And if you go to Texas, as you know, it looks like 2019. The restaurants and the bars are full and open. The ballparks are full. And yet we've seen cases and hospitalizations since then continue to tick downward. So what do you make of that as all of us look around and sort of try to
2: consider how safe it is to get back to normal life?
7: Yeah, you know, it's it can be confusing because you may see a lag and a delay because often you have to wait a few weeks before you see the effect of what you're doing right now you know there, there are a lot of things that go into that i mean when you say that they've they've had a lot of uh activity on the outside like ball games i'm not really quite sure it could be they're doing things outdoors you know it's very difficult to just one-on-one compare that you just have to see in the long range i hope they continue to tick down if they do that would be great but there's always the concern when you pull back on methods particularly things like indoor dining and bars that are crowded you can see a delay and then all of a sudden tick right back up we've been fooled before by situations where people begin to open up nothing happens and then all of a sudden several weeks later things start exploding on you so we got to be
3: careful except it never happened Because everything Dr. Fauci has told you has been a lie from the very beginning, and yet a huge percentage of this country still believes the CDC and doctors and the FDA and Dr. Fauci. Everything we've done when it comes to coronavirus isn't just tyrannical and economic suicide, It hasn't worked. In fact, all the doctors who went running out there in the beginning and said, I can treat this, I can treat this with this, I can treat this with that, they were all treated like whack job conspiracy theorists. They were run off the Internet. That one doctor came out in, what was it, the hydroxychloroquine, I believe it was. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not telling you to take it. I don't know. But she swore by it, came out, put an Internet video out on it. YouTube banned her. The only people who've been allowed to speak have been the ones who have been wrong about everything. How do you get through to people who believe a complete false reality? All right, let's get back to some of these phone calls. 877-377-4373. Victoria in Connecticut. Go, ma'am.
6: Yeah, Jesse, I just wanted to let you know that uh, what you were talking about earlier, like helping the three families, I just want to let you know that I had tears rolling down my eyes uh, just your heart is amazing. You and your your um, uh, Michael Barry. I, I liked you before, but now, not only that, I really respect you. And yeah, I listened to many talk shows and all conservative, and I want to tell you that no one has ever said that. And I, I, I just want to commend you. I just want to say thank you on behalf of any family that you help. I want to say thank you.
3: Yes, ma'am. Because a
6: lot of us are going to need it.
3: Yes, ma'am. And Victoria, if if you're if that's your situation, please go ahead and email jesse at com. Give us your story. If we can, we'll help you out. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. For anyone who missed it, uh, my mentor, Michael Berry, and I, we are going to try to do whatever we can do to help people who are losing their livelihoods because of this bull crap vaccine mandate. We're gonna raise ten thousand dollars for three families. I, I know it's not a ton. I wish I could do it for th- three million families. I, I don't. I, I don't have that. I don't have that kind of power. Okay, but I know we can do this part. Email your story if it's you. And again, you, not a sister, not a mother, not a brother. If it's you or your spouse, if your, if your family's about to go through this, you email me, Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We're not only going to raise you 10 grand, if dollars you, if you're one of those three families we pick. We are going to try to find you a new job as well. And I put out the call to employers earlier in the show. If you're an employer anywhere, remember the show's nationwide, if you're an employer anywhere and you're willing to hire an unvaccinated person who is talented, who will bring your business a good employee, email the show. And you employers are so freaking awesome. I already have 10 states, employers from 10 different states, multiple employers who have emailed me and said, Jesse, we have this. Jesse, we have that. And we're saving all that and setting that aside. We're not just going to chuck some cash at you. We're going to find you a new job and pick some people up because this is garbage. This is garbage. We'll do what we can do. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry we can't do more. I'm sorry we can't do more. All right. All right. That's enough of that. Jesse at com, And you're asked Dr. Jesse questions tomorrow to Jesse at com. Linda in San Diego, go, ma'am.
6: Hi, I have two things. Uh, one is why on earth is Congress not required to be vaccinated? Nobody's talking about it. I think it says it all. Number two, Americans are so generous we want to help i want to help and until today i've had not a single clue how to do that thank you for that and i would also welcome even broader ideas i certainly expect to support your beautiful your beautiful program but we we want more more direction as well yes ma'am thank you so
3: much yes ma'am Yes, ma'am. And let me let me be clear. If this if this grows like it looks like it has the potential to grow, I'm not going to stop at three. I just don't want to overpromise something. I don't want to tell people we're, I'm going to do something and, and I'm not going to do it. And allow me to remind everyone of this: when we do finally give out a link, I've not done it yet, so so people can donate. I take that deadly serious. I'm not going to take a dime. Michael Berry's not going to take a dime. Chris isn't nobody. Nobody's taking a dime unless the website, whatever we have to use, takes a percentage. I can't do anything about that. Because of that, because I value your dollar if you're donating we're going to be asking you questions. We're going to ask for some documentation stuff if you're one of these families. Don't worry. It's all going to be private. I just want to make sure everything's on the up and up because anyone can send an email, okay? It's not because I'm, I'm mad or don't trust you. It's just trust but verify. These are people's, people's hard-earned money. We're going to value that. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. We'll play a little Rand Paul taking Dr. Fauci apart next.
4: Feeling a little stocky? Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly DC.
3: It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and uh, yes, we're gonna keep keep having a good time tonight, always. But we're on occasion, on occasion, we will do something for someone else, even though it's against my f- uh, better judgment. And look. Look, you think this hurts me? Chris isn't allowed to take a percentage. <laughs> All right. That's enough of that quit. Rand Paul. I get the feeling every now and then that Rand Paul doesn't like Dr. Fauci. And it is the best. Ba- we do. I, I had uh, actually Michael Berry on my TV show tonight. And he said we owe Rand Paul a debt of gratitude for what he's done to Dr. Fauci. And I'll tell you, we do.
9: There's the preponderance of evidence now points towards this coming from the lab. And what you've done is change the definition right. on your website to try to cover your that's what you've done. You've changed the website right. to try to have a new definition that doesn't include the risky research that's going on until you admit that it's risky. We're not going to get anywhere. You have to admit that this research was risky. The NIH has now rebuked them.
3: Oh, but wait, you, you didn't think that was all, did you? Dr. Fauci lied. And Dr. Fauci lied big time about this Wuhan lab, what went on there, gain of function research. And look, this is what I hate. People always throw these words out and act like everybody follows politics all day long and they know what stuff means. Gain of function research is basically just scientists taking a virus and then super juicing it to basically make it a weapon so it can hurt people. So the, the look the the theory behind that is well then we'll know how to treat it which I mean doesn't make a ton of sense to me but that's the that's the justification for it and Dr Fauci. He's been intimately involved in the lab where this virus came from, from the very beginning, and then he finds himself as the head of our coronavirus response. It's just so daggone filthy. I I can't take it. I love listening to Rand Paul tear him apart. This one's a little long. I'll get back to your calls and everything in a second. 877-377-4373. Here's Rand Paul and Fauci.
9: And it made mice sicker, mice that had humanized cells, you're saying that that's not gain-of-function research.
7: According to the framework and guidelines. So what you're
9: doing PN3. is defining away gain-of-function. No. You're simply saying it doesn't exist because you changed the definition on the NIH website. This is terrible, and you're, you're completely trying to escape right. the idea that we should do something about trying to prevent a pandemic from leaking from a lab. There's The preponderance of evidence now points towards this coming from the lab. And what you've done is changed the definition on your website to try to cover your ass, basically. That's what you've done. You've changed the website to try to have a new definition that doesn't include the risky research that's going on. Until you admit that it's risky, we're not going to get anywhere. You have to admit that this research was risky. The NIH has now rebuked them. Your own agency has rebuked them. But the thing is, is you're still unwilling to admit that they gained in function when they say they became sicker. They gained in lethality. It's a new virus.
7: That's not gain of function? According to the definition that is currently (laughs) operable. You know, Senator, let's make it clear for the people who are listening. The current definition was done over a two to three year period by outside bodies, including the NSABB, And Ah,
3: That goes into a lot of initials and stuff stuff like that. It gets a little boring. But wait, wait. I I have one more.
7: I have one more. One more.
3: Fauci tries to defend himself, and Rand Paul not letting him get away with it.
7: You have said that I am unwilling to take any responsibility for the current pandemic. I have no responsibility for the current pandemic. The current pandemic. Okay? Number two. You said the overwhelming amount of evidence indicates that's a lab leak. I believe most card-carrying viral phylogenists and molecular virologists would disagree with you. It's much more likely that this was a natural occurrence. Third, you say we contested 80,000 animals and no
9: animals have been found with COVID. Senator
6: Paul, the time is set for... And third,
7: you made a statement just a moment ago That's completely incorrect. Where you say we continue to support research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. You approved it in August of last year. No, no, your statement says, quote, I wrote it down as you were writing. You continue to support research At the Wuhan Institute of Virology. You were in
9: committee a month ago and said you still trust the Chinese scientists and you still support the research over there. You said it a month ago in committee. Senator
6: Paul, I have allowed Dr. Fauci to respond. He's going to be dishonest.
9: He ought to be challenged.
6: Dr. Fauci.
3: (laughs) Rand Paul, we do need to get Rand on the show. I've been talking about it for too long. We need to get Rand Paul on the show. We do. All right, don't forget, we got Christina Wong coming up in about five minutes from now. We're going to ask her a lot about the military, the mandates. I know what my emails look like. She's one of these. She's with Breitbart. She has all these military contacts. I want to know what's going on. I do. John, Long Island, go boss.
2: Jesse. I'm not a mandate person, I don't believe in mandates, but they're mandating all our health care workers and first responders in New York City to get the jab, but they're not mandating anybody on public assistance who's getting money from the state to get it or lose your benefits. Why?
3: Everyone knows why. Great phone call, by everyone knows why. The same reason Congress isn't mandating themselves. Listen, this is hard for people, even people on the right to accept. I know John's going to agree with me, but this is hard for people on the right to accept The people telling you to worry about coronavirus, the people mandating you get a vaccine or lose your job, none of those people are actually worried about coronavirus. There's a reason the vaccine isn't mandated for welfare recipients. Democrats are worried they'll stop voting Democrat. There's a reason it's not mandated for Congress. Congress, over 200 members are taking ivermectin. There's a reason the vaccine isn't mandated in the White House, the CDC. The FDA, the WHO, Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson. These are all entities where the vaccine isn't man- mandated. Gee, I wonder why. I've been told we're all going to die. Millions if we don't take this vaccine. Why? Why doesn't Pfizer want to take the Pfizer vaccine? M- Moderna? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, uh, Anyone? Why, why, Why wouldn't Moderna mandate the vaccine? The White House, it's where all this is coming from. They're not mandating it. This has nothing to do with coronavirus and everything to do with money and power and crushing the middle class. Oh, this stopped being about a disease about 15 minutes after that disease hit our shores. We're going to talk to Christina Wong next. Hang on. It no, is the for Jesse rain Kelly rain. show and I will not be held responsible for whatever that trash music was. Remember the guests pick their own music on the show. Joining me now, my friend Christina Wong with Breitbart. Oh, Christina, what was that? That was terrible. I feel like my father. Is that rap
8: music? So you know what it wasn't is "Let's Go Brandon" by Lusa <laughs> Alexander, which I requested at first.
6: <laughs> so you didn't have it this
3: okay. time. Okay, all right, we'll dig that up, Christina.
6: <laughs>
3: I, um, as as I know you are, I do dearly love my country, and I think highly of it. So when my country drone strikes ten innocent people in Afghanistan, supposedly in response to an ISIS attack. I would like to know who's being held accountable for that who is responsible for that and I'm not seeing a lot of movement Christina what do you know?
8: Yeah uh, so you know no one's no one has been held responsible yet no one will probably be held responsible. Uh, There was a um, so the defense secretary he assigned his own, you know, investigator, the Air Force Inspector General, uh, to look into that drone strike. And so he came out recently and said, um, you know, that there was no violation of law, including the no violation of the law of war. Um, it was, you know, execution errors, communication breakdowns. Uh, they said, uh, a child has entered, um, sort of like the blast zone two minutes before the launch of the drone strike. But, you know, yeah, it's terrible, but, uh, essentially it comes down to, it's like a Hillary Clinton thing. There was like no intent to, you know, kill a civilian. So, I mean, there were 10 civilians killed, three adults, seven children, but since there was no intent, you know, no one, no one was held responsible for that, um, and, and so, you know, uh, there doesn't look like there's going to be any kind of, uh, you know, consequences or punishment. But uh, the inspector general did say, and this is kind of interesting, he said that the person who approved the strike was the commanding general of the 82nd Airborne Division uh, at Fort Bragg. And, and that was really interesting because, you know, some folks are saying, he's he's being thrown under the bus you know he he's a major general um it's probably someone above him who ordered the strike and the dod has been really cagey uh, about who actually ordered and approved the strike so it's really interesting that we actually have a name um there was this you know back and forth in previous briefings of you know who did it who ordered the strike uh, previously, um, the CENTCOM commander said it was the um, strike cell commander that was forward, forward in theater. Then it turned into the target engagement authority and Kabul. You know, it's just kind of all over the place. So, you know, it, it, it feels like that's just sort of a way to avoid what actually happened. And, of course, the classified, uh, the, the report on this whole investigation is classified. So... Uh, you know, unless that leaks, you know, we're not really going to get an idea of exactly what happened. Uh, yeah. So, it, I mean, and plus, the Biden administration has tried to turn the page. So, at this point, you know, uh, Americans care, but I think the administration is, is, you know, there's another investigation that's coming out by the DOD inspector general. But by the time it comes out, we will have forgotten, you know, about this drone strike, unfortunately.
3: Christina, I know this is going to be a stupid question, but you know I'm stupid, so I'll ask it. It, This has to be a blatant violation of some law somewhere, right? If not an American law, an international one, we killed 10 people. Innocent. What? Yeah,
4: right. Um,
8: you, You would think, I mean, how long have we been conducting drone strikes, right? I mean, for at least, you know. 10, 15 or so years throughout the whole GWAT and, you know, it can't, it can't be that, you know, something just, you know, sort of screwed up during this one. So, um, you know, we'll wait till the DOD IG report comes out. Of course, we won't know, you know, if if anyone's going to be held accountable on that, but I mean, this is, this is a huge uh, F up, (laughs) you know, to keep it uh, G rated, but I mean, uh, this doesn't instill confidence in the U.S. military, in the Biden administration, you know, with, in the U.S., around the world. It, you know, it, it's like the whole entire botched withdrawal. No accountability. Has anyone been fired except for uh, Marine Lieutenant Colonel Scheller, well, <laughs> you know, yeah. for asking for accountability? I mean, it's just it's just more of the same. It's It's just this, you know bungled, confused, like, oh, you know, it's confusing. There's a communication breakdown, um, and there's a communication supposedly a supposed breakdown between um, the strike cell uh, in Qatar and then the folks oh, on the ground in Kabul. Terrible. And, yeah, <sighs> and, and then and then they say, well, you know, things were, because there had been, you know, 13 U.S. service members killed, there was this confirmation bias, uh, so for for instance, the, uh, the aid worker um, that we killed, he was um, carrying a computer, a laptop bag. And uh, so uh, Intel folks thought that, you know, since they, they had intelligence um, that the, the bombing that killed uh, 13 U.S. service members involved a computer bag. So when they saw this aid worker carrying around this computer bag, they thought, oh, you know, that it must be another suicide attack, and so of course they say this was regrettable, and you know, a mistake, and indeed this this guy was not targeting uh, U.S. forces. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's
3: oh good, it's, oh good. That's really that's bad. that's 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 quite a relief that that we're just bombing yeah. anybody with a computer bag. That's that's really really. I'm glad to hear we have things switched on in our military. All right, Christina, changing gears here real quick. We're speaking with Christina Wong of Breitbart. Yeah. Christina, what are you hearing from all all your endless sources within the military about the reaction to the vaccine mandate that's coming down for them? What's 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 the situation?
8: Yeah, well, you know, it's going to be interesting here pretty soon. The the Air Force deadline has passed. The Navy and Marine Corps deadline is coming up on November 28th. There are still uh, thousands of service members who are not vaccinated who have not gotten any dose of vaccine, uh, vaccine um, maybe one dose, but they are subject to be separated from the military. And that's going kind to of put uh, the DOD in a huge bind because you can't just separate you know thousands in the Air Force. It would be uh, tens of thousands of, uh, you know, airmen from the military, especially when you have uh, recruitment problems, um, which, you know, apparently we're experiencing um, now. So, you know, pretty soon I think we're going to have, you know, some. Uh, I've talked to some lawyers, they think the DOD is going to give in, you know, there's no sign of that yet. Um, so I think a lot of service members, they're just waiting until the very last possible minute, the ones who do not want to take the vaccine. Um, there's, in the meantime, there's a lot of dejected folks. Um, no religious exemptions have been approved yet. Um, There are folks who applied for medical, administrative, um, and religious exemptions. You know, you have thousands of folks, and it takes, you know, a few weeks for those to get adjudicated. So we're just kind of in this limbo phase right now, and I think, you know— Something's gonna happen. Yeah. Something's gonna happen pretty soon. Yeah.
3: So, I think I mean, we'll find out. I think we all know where that's going. I, I think all this religious exemption <laughs> stuff is just that they're pretending like they're giving people an out. None of those are getting approved. Christina Wong, thank you so much. Right. Go read all her stuff on Breitbart. Christina, real quick, what are you having for dinner?
8: Um, I'm having beef stew. Um, okay. I wish it was the Jesse Kelly burger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those are maybe maybe tomorrow. Have those, those, are, those are some delicious burgers.
3: Have those tomorrow. It will be my honor to bless your day with my world famous cheeseburgers. Christina Wong, thank you so much.
8: <laughs>
6: thank you, Jesse.
3: Religious exemptions. Who told you? Who told you those were just a just a total just complete lie? They're not giving those out to anybody. All right. Now, I got a deal for you. My pillow. You know the original My Pillow? Well, I own one. Well, that's not fair. I own several, but I sleep on one. The wife sleeps on one, too. She was a gymnast for a long time. She has a messed up neck. She used to walk around super stiff, couldn't even turn her head. She hasn't had neck problems since we bought a MyPillow. These things are amazing. Not only can you wash and dry them all the time, not only are they made in the USA, they are so absurdly comfortable. This is the pillow that started it all. And they're normally... $69.98 $69.98 right now. If you go to mypillow.com, use the promo code Jesse, they're 1998. That's a $50, $50 in savings. MyPillow.com promo code Jesse, the original MyPillow, 19 dollars That's stealing. I didn't get to pay $19.98. A, or call 800 845 0544. MyPillow.com. Promo code
4: Jesse. You're listening to the Jesse Kelly show. You're welcome.
3: It is is the Jesse Kelly show. And by the way, I I told you, I told you that that $450,000 to illegal immigrants thing, that that was one of those, one of those trial balloons. They were floating up in the air to see just how outrageous it was. Just how much pushback would they get? Huh? Here's Joe Biden. I believe really, this is from today. Here's Joe.
0: There were reports that were surfacing that your administration is planning to pay illegal immigrants who are separated from their families at the border up to $450,000 each, possibly a million dollars per family. Do you think that that might incentivize more people to come over illegally?
5: If you guys keep sending that garbage out, yeah, but it's not so, true.
0: So this is a garbage report?
5: Yeah. Okay, so $450,000 $450, per person. Is that what you're saying?
0: That was separated from a family member at the border under, under the last administration. That's not
2: going to happen.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, th- look, let me tell you that would have happened before Tuesday and then Tuesday comes along and now they're all, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> Don't forget, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions emailed in now. Right now. To Jesse at jessiekellyshow.com for you new listeners. You are not limited to political questions. They can be. It can be anything. History, me, you, employers, employees, men, women. It doesn't matter. Food. It doesn't matter. It can be stupid. Fridays, the entire show, it's your questions. We always have a lot of fun. Dear Oracle, leader of the anti-communists, I'm a construction worker in rural Colorado that ran for school board. I ended up running against the communists and the local establishment republicans. I made the mistake of calling out the establishment for being weak and feckless at a local meeting. They actively campaigned against me and propped up my communist opponent. I ended up losing by a couple hundred votes. I'm disappointed, but aw- but I awakened a lot of people about the trouble we are in. I will be the leading I will be leading the anti-communist party here in aggressive activism. If this doesn't save this town, I might have to strategically retreat to Texas, Arizona, or Wyoming. Thank you for the inspiration. You can say my name. His name is Andrew. Don't thank me for anything. You're the one who went out there and put in the work. And just because you didn't win the race, that doesn't mean you didn't do a lot of good. A lot of good. I, I You know, everyone knows I ran for Congress twice and lost twice and... It's not fun losing those races. You put your heart and soul into it. You you dig in and you're running it, I mean, I assume for the right reasons. And then in the end you lose. Got to stand up in front of your best supporters while they're crying and tell them that we lost. And it feels like it feels like it was all for nothing. It, when you when it first happens to you, it feels like it was all for nothing. But I will just tell you this, Andrew and anyone else hearing the sound of my voice that just ran and lost because I know we had people running for school board all across the country. One run again and then again and then again. But even if you never do even if that was a one off, fine, you did a lot more than most people will ever do. One, two, it really it didn't hit me till years after when I would hear from people. You have no idea who's listening, who's watching, who you might inspire. Andrew may have lost his school board race. What if there's some housewife that heard Andrew speak, and now she's mad, and she's going to run next time, and she'll be a firebrand and win? Brother, that win is yours, too. What if there was a a kid, maybe one of your kids, if you got kids out there watching, and now they're inspired by the courage and the guts to stand up and do something. And maybe they grow up and dig in. Maybe they go up and they're a senator, president one day. You don't know. You laugh, but you don't know. You don't know how much good you did. And the, look, these losers, these establishment Republican losers, they're worse than the communists. Listen to this one. I I, I get a lot of these. I never share names. You're welcome to send me these because I'll never share your name. I don't even share the name of death threats unless you tell me specifically in the email. I can share your name. I'll never share it. This guy uh, starts it off by saying he's a Hill staffer. That means he works in Congress. Hill staffer here infuriated how Republicans including some that are solid on many issues, are MIA on VAX mandates. The staff in these offices advising members are so far out of the loop from the rest of the country. Instead of listening to constituents in the district, they stay in the beltway and rely on polling data to know what issues are hot and how they should act. They don't see Biden's mandate as a problem. They think everyone should take the jab and don't understand millions of us who don't want to submit to tyrants. After a decade, I'm not surprised by much in D.C. However, the last 20 months have been eye-opening. Not sure where to go from here, but I'm furious to the point of becoming sick. Please don't say my name. Keep up the good work, Sombrero Jesse. You keep up the good work, too. You keep up the good work, too. I'm telling you, this is why I tell people to run for office. You think that these people who who are in Congress or, or, or in the town council or county commissioner's office or school board or whatever, you think they're somehow more qualified than you or you don't have the I wouldn't even know where to show up at the office. They're the ones who aren't qualified. If you're the one angry about all this madness taking place in this country, you're the most qualified person in America. Jesse, I'm just a fill in the blank. Everybody says that who's ever done any good starting out. It's the guy who says, Jesse, I've been in politics for 90 years. That's the one I'm worried about. That's the one I'm worried about because that guy has no clue, zero, how normal people live. All right. I do realize I've fired people from the phones all week, and there are no phone calls tomorrow because we don't do phone calls on Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, so I'm going to go ahead and fire away again. 877-377-4373. 877 377 4373. But remember, the rules remain as always on the Jesse Kelly Show. Nobody wants to hear small talk. No, hi, no, how are you? No, I love the show. No, none of that. Also, when you start your point, get to the point. Now, that's so I was wandering around Cinnabon the other day. No, 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 no. When I go, get to the point. And if you don't, when that line goes dead, just know it was not your cell coverage. It was me hanging up the phone. Eight seven seven We're going to talk about, gosh, on top of the phone calls, Hollywood celebrities are angry. Haven't you heard? Ooh, that's pretty scary. Talk about that next. Jesse Kelly show. And yep, we are on fire tonight about this vaccine mandate stuff. We're upset. If you missed me getting probably too upset, if I'm being honest about it, if you missed me getting really, really upset at the beginning of the show, you can catch that on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Whole thing is available there. When on iTunes, by the way, leave a review. Leave a five-star rating and then leave a review talking about how handsome I am. That's if you're not too upset about Hollywood being bad at us. (laughs) Rosie O'Donnell and all these losers from Frozen and No Time to Die and Burn Down the Entire House and uh, what is their name? Arquette, Rosanna Arquette. Fascism is alive and well in America. These idiots have no idea what fascism is. None. We uphold, we lift up the dumbest, most useless people in our society. And that's a huge part of why we are in so much trouble as a country. It is. It's why I do Medal of Honor Monday every Monday. There are so many wonderful people out there, brave, smart people out there. And we take the dumbest people and we elevate them. And I'm not even talking about Joe Biden. Uh, I mean, he obviously applies. He's a great example. We we take the worst people in the country and we hold them up as, as something important. And what's wild about a celebrity is this, and I I mean, everyone knows I'm a huge, important celebrity. (laughs) I'm a huge, important celebrity now, but what's wild about any level of fame in all seriousness is this, is this, it makes, it makes you feel like you are important. It does. It makes people feel like they're important. So let's just get this really clear here for everybody. Electing a Republican isn't, isn't fascism. But, but, if you communists don't back off, and I know you won't because you don't know how to, if you communists do not back off, if you don't leave people alone, if you don't find a way to control your bizarre communist religion and your urges – You're going to find out what fascism is. I've been warning this for the longest time. I'm never going to stop. We are going to have a right-wing fascist rise in this nation. We will. If the communists do not back away. Because history says it will happen. It will happen. People will not be abused without end. At some point in time. A strong man on the rise will, will, a strong man on the right will rise and he's going to do terrible things. And don't cheer that on. I know right now you're probably cheering. Don't cheer that on because it'll be awful. It really will. It'll be really, really bad. But it's coming. It is coming. People will not be abused without end. They won't. All right. We got Dave here in California, Marine. Semper Fi, Dave. Go, boss. Uh,
2: uh, Semper Fi. Hey, I just want to tell you, thank you for everything that you do. I'm sure that after they took your photo in boot camp, they just had to stop taking them because they couldn't find anything better than that. <laughs> so, that said, I am still on active duty. I've been on active duty for uh, coming up on 29 years. Uh, I have refused to take the jab. Uh, and, uh, you know, I've I've essentially been forced to retire. Uh, I've dropped my papers. Um, there's a chance I could still be punished, uh, dis, you know. Despite the uh, uh, you know the edict from uh, from the Pentagon that everyone's going to be treated with compassion on in this deal, we know that's not happening.
3: No, that's not happening. So,
2: uh, yeah, Dave. No, what not happening at all?
3: Dave, you're dropping your papers. You're getting out. Thank you for a life of service. What's the plan for when you're out? You're going to be okay.
2: Uh, Jesse, I, I'm not worried. I'm going to be okay. Uh, You know, I have a, uh, I have, I have str- I'm strong in my faith. Uh, you know, I I do have a, a skill set that I think is marketable. Um, you know, I just got to find somebody that's going to hire me without a vaccine.
3: <laughs> I think you're going to be just fine. By the way, uh, Dave here, he's in Temecula, California. You know how I put out the call earlier about employers, employers willing to hire people who are unvaccinated. If you're in the Temecula, California reason uh, region, do you think a two decade United States Marine might be somebody who would be an asset to your company? Yeah, I think so too. Go ahead and email me. If you're in that area, Jesse at Jesse dot Jesse at Jesse dot Stacy in St. Louis go. Hi, I, uh,
6: agree that uh, Congress does usually exempt themselves from the burdens they give to us, but I do have to take issue with your comment about Pfizer because I have a family member who was a scientist working at Pfizer and lost his high-paying job because he would not take the vaccine.
3: Mm -mm. How about that? Pfizer? How about that? Big John in Washington. Go.
5: Jesse! boss. Love the way, love the way you poke our ribs. Mm-hmm. I get it. I can take a joke. And I just want to let you know, mm-hmm. on
0: uh, any certain level, Phil Collins sucks. Oh,
3: that is so out of line. Did you hear what he just said? Phil Collins sucks? Phil Collins is an American legend. And, and, well, okay, legend, you're right, Chris. You're right. Legend may have been too far. That may have been too far, but... If you don't play the air drums during that part of the song, uh, is it in the air air of the night? Is that the song? In the air of the night? Play the song so everybody listening can do the air drums thing. I'm going to do it right here. If you say you don't play the air drums when that song comes on, you're a dirty liar. Go, Chris, go. Didn't play the air drums there. You're not an American. Look, back to what I was saying earlier about these people who live in the world of complete make-believe. Remember the New York column New York Times columnist Charles Blow? Stop making jokes, Chris. Charles Blow's his name, Charles Blow. He's shocked. He said, Can someone explain why these southern states have such a, such a low rate of coronavirus? There are people out there, apparently all over the country, who think that stupid mask they're wearing does something. They think lockdowns accomplish something. Do people not? Do people not look at basic data? I really mean this. I mean, people, people do know that New Jersey, and New York, and California, some of the worst lockdown states out there, had the worst numbers. Right. That all these stupid southern hicks opening up their states, millions will die. They did just fine. That's because none of the people who've been pretending to be experts about this virus are actually experts at all about this virus. They have no earthly idea what they're doing. Remember, it was the former, I think it was the former head of the FDA or former head of the CDC. I forget which one. One of those two. When he came out, someone asked him about the social distancing. Don't you remember social distancing? It may still be going on where you are, where you have to stand on the stupid footprints in the grocery store and stand away from people and every other table in the restaurant. And they asked the guy where it came up with. He didn't even know. (laughs) He's alive. I'm not really sure where that came from. These people were all just making it all up the entire time and then demanding you bow down and acknowledge their genius. How sick has this whole thing been? I just, I couldn't believe that to get the, the guy pulls up a map of all the COVID hotspots. Oh, and by the way, those COVID hotspots are about to get worse in places like the Northeast, which sucks, but it's getting cold when it gets cold. People go inside. They gather with families inside. I don't know why it's controversial to admit a basic fact that most people with a brain have known from the beginning. Sunshine and exercise and fresh air. Those things help stop the spread of a virus. But no. Remember, what was it? Venice Beach. Was it Venice Beach in California? They, did, they were so adamant that people not go outside. They took a bunch of uh, 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 sand and filled in the skate parks. Remember when they arrested the poor dude who was paddleboarding in the ocean by himself? And I mean arrested him. They pulled up a police boat and ran the guy onto the beach and they put handcuffs on him. (sighs) This whole country lost its mind. Lost its mind. All right. I mentioned it briefly earlier. Let's talk about this steel dossier thing here because we're not... We're not just going to let this go as if it's nothing. It's a really big deal. So we'll get to that in some more of your calls because it's your last night. You can call 877-377-4373. And I do hope you're making that phone call on your Pure Talk phone. Oh, I had AT&T. I had Verizon. I've had T-Mobile. That was the one I just switched from. I have Pure Talk now. One, it's a patriotic company. Two, when I call Pure Talk, I get to speak to an American Based in America. Gosh, is that nice. And all of them happen to have brains too. That is a nice addition. And the cost? Half. The cost is half. I'm paying half what I was paying at T-Mobile. The average family saves over $800 a year at Pure Talk. That is huge. I not only switched. My entire family switched. We all dropped the T-Mobile thing and we switched. And it couldn't be easier. You can keep your iPhone, keep your Android, or they have steals on all the new phones. It's all handled over the phone and by mail. It's cake. Right now, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250 and say
4: Jesse Kelly. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. It is the Jesse
3: Kelly Show. That one goes out to Big John, the Air Force guy who called into this show and started bagging on Phil Collins. It will not stand. It will not stand. I want nothing but Phil Collins the rest of the time, fellas. Nothing but Phil Collins. (laughs) I'll get back to your phone calls in a second. 877-377-4373. Durham. Durham. Charges Steele dossier subsource with five counts of making false statements to the FBI. Allow me to put that in English for those who don't speak headline. You remember Russian collusion when the FBI began spying on the Trump campaign. You know how you have to do that. You have to go to the FISA court to get permission to spy on an American citizen. You don't just get to do that. Okay. Well, at the FISA court, you're supposed to have to apply and they'll determine whether or not you should be given permission to spy on a U.S. citizen. Okay? The FBI took something called the Steele dossier to that FISA court to use it as, you know, hey, look at this Steele dossier. We need to be spying on this guy. The FBI took it in. The Steele dossier was created by Christopher Steele, the man who Christopher Steele was using to add information to that dossier, a man by the name of Igor Dachenko. Yeah, I know you're going to find this shocking. He's Russian. Igor Dachenko. Yeah, it turns out he was lying the entire time. So I just... Again, want to come back to what I've been saying from the very beginning, from the very, very, very beginning. Remember when I was just talking about Charles Blow, Mr. Blow, how he was shocked that the southern states were doing better than everywhere else when it comes to coronavirus? This is a person who does not reside in the, in the real world, and he has no idea about it. He has none. Think how many people in the United States of America believe Donald Trump colluded with Russia. Think how many. In all of it, every single word, based on a lie. Not just a slight manipulation of the truth, an outright lie. And nobody, no one in the federal government is going to be held accountable for lying to the FISA court in order to get the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the federal law enforcement arm, to attack... The political opponent of the then president of the United States of America, Barack Obama. That is a stunning abuse of power. That is a really, really, really big deal. And half this country believes it. Half this country believes that Donald Trump was a Russian agent. Half this country believes standing six feet away from people with a cloth cloth mask on your stupid face actually is going to help help protect them from coronavirus. Half this country believes they should inject their six-year-old with a, with a vaccine against a virus that doesn't even pose any risk to them at all. We live in a country now where half of the people around us live in a world entirely of make-believe. How in the world are we supposed to put that band back together again? I mean, Mr. Blow, the, the, the columnist, Charles Blow, how, how are you and I supposed to live with that guy? And I just realized that rhymed. And Chris, go ahead and save that clip. I, go ahead. Just save the clip, please. I like it. But how, how? How? They don't even live in the real world. John in Boston, go boss.
5: Jesse,
2: uh, puppy killer Fauci lied to the American citizens about gain of function research. Why is he still in charge of, of government agency making 400000 a year? Why is he still giving medical advice? Why don't we? We need to demand, not ask, demand he be fired and put in, and we should be in jail. We got 760,000 dead Americans tonight as we speak. And he's still in charge of an agency, still making money, still giving medical advice.
3: Well, we know why. He, we know why it happened. And by the way, he's right. It's a good call. We, we know why he's still there. These people don't get fired for failing. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, the great—it was Rush. It was a great Rush Limbaugh. Gosh, I can't believe I almost called—I almost, called, I almost gave, gave Rush's quote to someone else. It was Rush Limbaugh who used to said they promote their failures. He's right. Think about this. Pete Buttigieg. He's the transportation secretary. He was a crappy mayor in Indiana and then ran for president and didn't get any traction. And now he's the transportation secretary. Kamala Harris, we're going to set aside how she got her start. She ran for president and it was so unpopular. She couldn't get votes in her own state of California and she's vice president now. And when they cart poor Joe out the back with a blankie on his lap, she's about to be president. Failure doesn't hurt these people. It only hurts people like you and me. Michelle in Denver, go.
8: I'm calling for the therapist, occupational therapists, physical therapists, therapists across the country in healthcare care that had to get the vaccines, worked on the front lines. I've been a OT for 30 years, and now moving the goalpost. With now, you have to get the boosters, or you will be terminated. Oh. And uh, no, nobody's talking about it, but it's making all of us unemployable. And if you're not old enough to retire, or you don't have other supplemental means, you're really stuck because this is your career. You can't just get a different job. You're gonna be
3: Uh, I think Michelle dropped off there, and that was a really good call. Michelle, call back in. You can call back in if you want. I actually didn't hang up on Michelle that time. I, I Hang on. But Michelle, call or email in jesse at com. Did you hear what she just said? Oh, she got the vaccine, and now they're mandating she take boosters. And Michelle, if this is putting you in a financial bind— I just want to remind everybody what uh, uh, Michael Berry's doing and what Michael Berry and I are doing. I'll give you all the details on that again as soon as this break is done, okay? We are going to find three families who are being forced to lose their job. We're going to raise $10,000 for three different families. Send me your story, Michelle. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Hang on a sec. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and okay, I, I promised details on it. Let me give details again. One, remember, tomorrow is Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions in to jesse at Ask me anything. The whole show is your questions. Two, my mentor in this business is Michael Barry. He has another big nationally syndicated show. He's the only reason you hear me talk every single night. He's the only reason I'm on TV. I was selling RVs when I met the guy. He and I had a long conversation. We sat down together before the show. We're very, very, very angry about the, all these businesses handing out these mandates. Even though it's not the law, you businesses should stand up for your employees. But that's another story entirely. But we had to talk about how unjust this was. We can't change the world. We are going to pick three families, and we're going to get we're going to raise them ten thousand dollars a piece. I'm not taking any money. No one on my staff is. Michael Berry isn't either. Uh, we've already found the website I think we're gonna use for it. We're gonna get you ten thousand dollars to get you through a couple months. I know the holidays are coming, and we're gonna get you connected with an employer. There are many out there, an employer, hopefully, in your area, who is willing to hire a talented, motivated, thinking, unvaccinated person. And God bless you, employers who are already emailing me, jesse at jessikellyshow.com. There are a lot of them. You have options. We're gonna make some connections. We're gonna get through this tyrannical crap together. Uh, I wish, I wish we could do this for a, a thousand families. I can't. I can't. But I know we can do three. We're gonna get three families ten thousand dollars. Don't worry about uh, calling, trying to donate right now. We're gonna pick a family first. We're gonna start with one. Once we get that family, then we'll handle all that, getting the link up, and I'll, I'll I'll tell you where to go. So don't worry about any of that yet. Thank you already for all your emails and calls, uh, trying to donate already. Thank you for your generosity. We'll get to that. We will get to that. Email me your family's story if you're going through it, jesse at com. There's obviously going to be some back and forth so we can verify some things, but we'll see if we can't help you out. All right? Everything some people believe is a lie. How do we unpack that? I I really genuinely want to know. How do you unpack that when there are people out there who believe, they believe that man is destroying the climate of the earth. They believe you can switch genders if, uh, if you get a doctor to take a scalpel and lop off your little twig and berries. People believe that. They believe that now you're a woman. People believe that Donald Trump was a Russian agent. People believe that stupid mask is actually doing something. People reside in a world entirely of make-believe. How do you come back together with these people? I mean, listen listen to these people. I I want you to listen and listen well. Go ahead and play number 12. I want you to listen to these people and tell me, how do you reside in a world with people this delusional?
6: Glenn Youngkin played the race card for a reason because he knows it works on
0: certain white voters. He did stoke white grievance politics to mobilize a Republican base. He's laundered Trump's really sort of disgusting flagrant
6: out racism he's wrapped it in education education right which is code for white parents don't like the idea of teaching about race that's the fundamental problem
2: for these parents and this anti-crt movement they don't like the way whiteness is being portrayed in these new more inclusive lessons
4: this wasn't about those pocketbook issues this was about how white kids feel talking about what black kids go through.
2: The subtext of
8: all this was, we can't let these black and brown people run the country. Glenn Youngkin running on critical race theory that he knew hit a chord around race. I think
1: all the CRT stuff is trumped up dog whistling.
6: Some of it was uh, dog whistle racism.
2: The dog whistle messaging that you saw Youngkin engage in during the course of the campaign.
4: CRT is in the, the latest line of school busing, cross-town busing, um, welfare queens. You have
3: Think this, about that, this. Wrap that, your that, mind around that, this, and that, this. And I don't like bringing up dark stuff, but think of, wrap your mind around this. Remember, we've talked about this poll a lot, but it was so instructive. Right after Joe Biden got elected, they ran this huge poll about the number one issue for that Democrats thought the country was facing. And they had all the big issues on there. You know, illegal immigration, and economy, and foreign policy, and all the all these huge things were on there. The number one issue Democrats thought was that was facing the United States of America, and it was number one by a mile. There was not a close second. White supremacy. White supremacy does not even exist in any organized form. At all in this country. And yes, I know there are white supremacists. There are black supremacists. There's always racists in any society. Remember my theory on this? I believe I'm 100% correct. You know who has prejudice? Everyone. Every single person who walks the earth. Now everybody lies about it. Especially in this society. Now you have to hide and lie about it. Oh, no, no. I love everybody. No, no, no. No, you don't. No, you don't. There are people out there. Maybe it's a religion you don't like. Maybe it's a skin color you don't like based on your upbringing and or the the events in your life that you've had to live through. Every single person holds some form of prejudice in their heart. I mean, look, the Italian one I love because it's such an old. You know how I act like I'm racist against Italians because it's a blast. It's hilarious. Part of the reason is it's so stupid. I mean, who doesn't like Italians? <laughs> Their food's amazing, the chicks are dimes, uh, kind of a cool culture, not the best military history admittedly, but a really cool culture. Who doesn't like Italians? But forever, forever the huge prejudice against Italians. Everyone loves Italians, but it's just funny everyone has one. The problem is is it in an organized systemic is, is that what's going on with the prejudice in your country? There's no organized white supremacy here. The only time you've ever laid eyes on one was on the news somewhere when five fat KKK guys stood in a courthouse step somewhere and they always have to be surrounded by cops because the crowds who want to beat them up are always way bigger than the KKK guys. It's not 1960 here. And yet, again, back to this world entirely of make-believe. Half this country believes white supremacy is a huge problem that we have to tackle. How are we supposed to how are we supposed to exist in the same house with these people? It would be like it would be like us living together. You know, I'm the man, you'd of course be the woman. I'm the man and you're the woman and you believe that the house is on fire and we have to call the fire department and get them to bring the hoses out and just spray the house down. Only there's no fire. How are you supposed to? How are you supposed to exist? We're not even existing in the same reality. That's where we are right now. That's where we are. And the situation gets dangerous. How many times have you heard me come on here and talk about Joe Biden's <clears throat> problems? If we're being nice, see what a nice person I am. Joe Biden's problems. How they really? They're a huge national security threat. They're a huge national security threat because other nations are watching. Other nations are taking notes. You see this headline? China mocks Joe Biden apologizing for America. Quote, shows how powerless he is. We look pathetic. We look embarrassing on the world stage. And because the world always has bad people in it, those bad people... They're taking notes right now. We elected a president who's not a fully functional adult. What kind of world are people living in? Not the real one, not one I know. Oh, did you see? Did you see the inflation numbers? yeah let let's go back to what I've been telling you about Oxford Gold Group. You know how long gold has held value? It's not you know the last week or wait hey, it had it had a good October. Gold has had value before the United States of America was even a thought. Gold had incredible value before North America was even discovered, before the Vikings landed here. Gold has had value since the dawn of time. It will always have value. And Oxford Gold Group will deliver gold to your front door, to your front door. 833-995-GOLD tell Oxford Jesse told you to call I know them personally they will take good care of you 833-995-GOLD Oxford Gold Group will send gold right to your door 833-995-GOLD The Jesse Kelly
2: Show It's still real to me damn it
1: Returns tax.
3: It is the Jesse Kelly show. We'll get to headlines in just a minute. I want to get to at least another phone call, a couple emails. I'm still bothered. If you miss Christina Wong, she was awesome. She had a bunch of information for us. If you missed any part of the show, it's all on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. I'm still bothered, though. She said she was having stew for dinner. Stew is not a dinner. I'm so tired of this. It's halfway between a drink and a meal. Stew is not dinner. What, Chris? Why do people say it's good cold weather stuff? Does a pizza all of a sudden get gross when the temperature drops? I don't. I'll never understand that. Are you pouring the stew down your front? Oh, it's so warm now. I don't get it at all. I'll never get it. All right, let's go, Patrick in Albany. Go, brother.
2: Yes, Jesse. I'll take the first family.
3: What do you mean you'll take the? What do you mean, bud?
5: I'll make your first ten thousand dollar donation.
3: What? Man, you've got to be kidding me! You are something else. Um, nope. Thank no you. No
2: kidding at all. Thank you for doing what you're doing.
3: Thank you. Uh, just email the show Jesse at jessekellyshow com. Just put in the subject line Patrick from the phones, and we will, man, and we'll we'll do whatever we can for you. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, man.
2: I'll mail you a check,
5: so you don't have to pay any fees, go through any websites, go through any. Of the hassle of them deducting anything from it.
3: Thank you, my brother. Thank you so much, man. I am, gosh, I'm blown away by you people. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. For those who aren't sure what he's talking about, anyone who missed it, let me repeat again. Uh, Michael Barry and I—he's the other radio host. We are gonna find three families who are losing their jobs because of this vaccine mandate crap. We're gonna get them ten thousand dollars per family. We're gonna try to link them up also with an employer so they can. They can have a job again and man someone just called in good grief someone just called in and offered ten thousand dollars so there that's one family taken care of if, if if that's your story if you're losing your job for vaccine reasons remember we're going to ask you for letters and stuff like that we're going to ask you for verification because we're not letting anyone's money go to waste email jesse at com. email us your stories also email your ask dr jesse questions for tomorrow Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Man, I'm so blown away by the generosity of you people. Gosh, that's the best. I did get this email. I'm going to get the headlines in a second, but this email. Jesse, we were talking last night. I I, I told Chris because he's never been out of the, out of the state of Texas. He's basically a hermit. I told Chris the best sandwiches in the country are found in New Jersey. Really the best food in America is found in the Northeast. If you want seafood, you got to get to Boston and pizzas and sandwiches. They're found in the Northeast. See, he's over there right now shaking his head because he's never been anywhere. And Texans think Texas is the only state in the union. My opinion, it's the best. That's why I live here, Chris. It's not the only state. Other states have really cool things. Someone wrote in about this and said, Jesse, the best water in the USA, as determined by the Water Authority, authority is in the Bronx, New York. That's why their dough is the best. Like you've said, the best sandwich starts with the bread. That's a fact. I live outside of Miami, Florida, and a repatriated New Yorker opened a classic New York deli complete with potato knishes and egg creams. He has his water shipped down from the Bronx and the bagels and sandwiches are fantastic. They are packed every day open to close. He said that he says, "How about jumping in your Learjet and fly over to Fort Lauderdale Airport? The deli is 5 minutes away." I um don't quite have a Learjet just yet I feel like that's just around the corner Chris (laughs) any day now but we are absolutely going to go to Florida so many great stations in Florida oh I'm coming, I'm coming and he said P.S. did I get my bear cloak remember I want a bear cloak I don't feel like I should buy one I feel like that violates the rules I don't want to shoot a bear just because I like bears I have no problem shooting a deer or something like that but I like bears but I don't feel like you can wear a bear cloak unless you killed it I'm going to figure out what to do, okay? But I need a bear cloak. And no, not for special occasions. That's for every day. Anyway. And now...
9: Here's a headline. Go, you, know you know the thing.
3: Headlines we didn't get to. House Democrats' bill would raise taxes $1.5 trillion. Isn't it wild? We, we've, we talk about all these other things. It's crazy to me they're currently considering. In the middle of inflation... Supply chain crisis, all these people without a job, and now this vaccine mandate is going to put millions of other people without a job. They're currently considering in the middle of all that, sucking $1.5 trillion out of the private sector. I mean, I don't want to repeat something a lot of people have said, but it really is true. If you were trying to destroy a nation, trying to destroy an economy, What would you do differently? Amazing. Ford to impose COVID vaccine mandate on most of its 32,000 salaried workers. Shame on you, Ford. Shame on you. Every one of you employers throwing your employees out for something that isn't even a law and they don't even have the authority to do. Shame on you. And the industry titans of old would be embarrassed by you. By you. Headline: Top Texas University employees donated nearly ten to one to Democrats over Republicans in the 2020 news cycle. As I have said a hundred times before, the greatest trick the American communist ever pulled off was convincing upper middle class Republican parents. They absolutely had to send their children off to communist universities where those children would then learn to hate themselves, their parents, and their country. Headline, Biden agenda suffers another loss as Senate GOP kills federal election takeover. That was that one where they were trying to get the whole country to mail in vote and it was really, really bad. I told you. That Virginia election and the New Jersey one and the stuff that happened in Staten Island and in New York and all these, it had more of an impact than just on those areas. Remember yesterday, the rumors were flying around that Nancy Pelosi's going to retire. I don't know that that's true, but that was the rumor that a lot of these senior Democrats were going to retire. You stomp the Democrat candidate in Virginia in a state that went to Biden by 10 points. Yeah. You're going to put some people on notice. Headline, Republicans primed to comfortably take back Congress in 2022 after Democrats' election disaster. I mean, that's fine. That's good. I'm happy. But what are they going to do with it? Are they going to do what they've always done? Take back the House and promptly, Uh, uh we need a tax cut. Or are we going to actually attack the communists as if the communists are doing what they're doing, trying to destroy the entire country. Are we going to actually use power or live and let live again? We'll see. Tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions in to jesse at com. You can ask me anything. It doesn't have to be political, but it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B Y R N A dot com slash Jesse.
0: That's all.
1: Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Keebi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast.